Hey, Rainbow Village, Cicely Majid here, CEO, National Director and Pageant Coach of Rainbow Universe Pageants and Youth Services. This is my inner beauty tip for Friday. It's not Thursday or Monday, oops. August 18th, 2023. I've had a lot going on this week, so I'm so sorry that this is late in the week. Um, I will try to keep it organized next week, so it'll either be Monday or we'll just roll on back to Thursday. Um, but thank you so much for listening. So this is your inner beauty tip for today, um, and I want to talk to you guys about being decisive. Now, as you know, I'm speaking mostly to you 13 through 24-year-olds. However, I invite any adults who listen to my podcast about interview tips to, you know, listen in and um, learn something from it. And hopefully it will help you as well. Because, you know, we're always growing, we're always um, maturing and evolving. And um, it's always good to know what we need to know to carry on in life um, until we're dead. <laughs> so um, this is for pretty much anybody and everybody, but mostly my lovely um, children out there who are 13 through 24. Very important for you to know this stuff. Um, so being decisive is very, very important in life. Um, interacting with other people, even by yourself, you have to make decisions. You got to create your routine. When am I going to brush my teeth? Um, do I want to watch this show or do I want to watch a movie? Am I going to wear these pajamas or am I going to wear those PJs? Am I going to get have you know socks on, booties, house shoes? Um, do I want to eat this for dinner? Do I even want to eat dinner tonight? Am I going to take a shower? Am I going to take a bath? Am I going to skip it? You know, do I want to hang out with these people or do I want to say no to this invitation? We are constantly making decisions. Life is about being decisive. So if you do not make decisions, if you're one of those people who just kind of like sits there and just waits and waits and waits and waits until life just passes you by and you miss out on everything, <laughs> you're doing it wrong. <laughs> um, I don't know if any of you have seen that movie. One of my favorite, favorite movies is called um, Girls Just Want to Have Fun. I love this movie to pieces. I can watch it over and over and over again. Me and my sisters used to watch it all the time. Um, it's got Sarah Jessica Parker in there. And um, there's a scene in there with the rich girl. Um, I can't remember her name, but she's a rich girl. She's got black curly hair. And she thinks she is just the bomb, just the shiznit diva mama. You know, she's she's it. Um, and she's filthy rich. Her dad, Well, her dad's filthy rich and he spoils her, right? And there's a scene where she's in her bedroom and she's got a remote control in her hand. She opens her closet and, and she uses a remote control and the clothes just like keep on moving like you're in a, a the cleaners. Have you ever gone to the cleaners and they're looking for your clothes and <laughs> you see all these bags just coming down on this, um what do you call those, little, little apparatus thing that moves. And this is what her closet looks like, but it's going in, you know, in a level direction. And she's just like, decisions are the worst. And the clothes are just moving. I'm like, all these clothes, you know. So it's a funny scene, but she's just thinking about what should I wear today, you know. And they got all these clothes, and I got to figure out what to wear. And that's everybody, you know. I mean, we don't all have that, you know, fancy closet with a ton of clothes. But decisions have to be made. You have to decide what you're going to wear when you get up and you're ready to go outside. Even if you stay at home, you're going to stay in your pajamas. Are you going to change your clothes into something? Um, more comfortable to hang around the house or, you know, some people work at home. I work at home a lot. Um, I wear comfortable clothes usually at home. If I'm out meeting people, I'm going to dress up. I have to change, you know, I might wear a suit or a jacket or, you know, something casual if it's a casual meeting. Um, but you have to make a decision. And sometimes that's difficult. Sometimes we're like, 
what do I do? Um, I laugh at my mom because when we go shopping or anywhere, she's driving, she has to figure out where to park and she will park. She will just like sit there and roam around the um, parking lot. Should I park here? Should I park there? I'm like, mom, just pick a spot, pick a spot, pick a spot. <laughs> Because she can't decide which where where she wants to park, and she's kind of like that, you know. It's her personality. She's a Libra, and I, I think they're notorious for um, being a little indecisive. But it's funny to make fun of her because I'm like, um, which one are you gonna choose, Mom? Pick a spot, you know. So I, I kind of make fun of her, but um, it's funny because we have to make decisions. They're extremely important. If you're sitting on the railroad tracks and you're you're waiting for something, you're trying to figure out if you should get off the railroad tracks. And I mean, this is not normal behavior, but just, just think about it for a minute. This is kind of what people do figuratively, not literally, but figuratively. You're sitting on the tracks and, you know, the train's going to come eventually. So you need to make a decision. If you're going to get up, which direction are you going to go in? Are you going to stay on the tr you going to stay on those tracks and get hit by the train, or are you going to get up and move in an area you may not be familiar with? It may scare you, or maybe you know challenging for you. You got to make a decision. Are you going to get run over? So it's important to decide. If you're on the freeway and you're just hanging out in the lane and you're sitting there, you know maybe your car broke down, maybe it didn't. All these cars are going to be passing you by, right? It's kind of scary hearing all these cars. They're going at, you know, 60, 70, 80, sometimes more miles per hour. And they're really going fast. And so you're just sitting there and everybody else is passing you by, you know, just flying by the wind and doing their thing. They've got somewhere to go. They've made a decision that wherever my exit shows up and pops up, I got to get off on that exit. And you're just like there, well, I don't know if I want to go. You know, I'm not sure if it's going to be fun there. I'm not sure if I'm going to be safe. I don't know this and I don't know that person. And I, this is scary and maybe I should stay here. You're going to get hit on, on the freeway in that lane just sitting there. Um, so you got to make a decision. You got to call AAA, some type of roadside assistance, call the police, whatever. Somebody help me out of this lane or start your car again and just keep on driving, you know, make the decision for yourself. Um, so, you know, people will leave you in dust. If you have people in your life and they're planning to do things and they want to go here and there and do this, and experience that and have fun here, you know, and you don't want to go with them because you're afraid, you're going to miss out on a lot. So your friends are not going to sit on the couch and hold your hand and wait for you while you sit there trying to make a decision. They're going to be moving. They're going to be doing things. You know, the time moves and keeps on going, does not wait for anybody. So that means we have to be ready to decide what we want to do, or we could lose people. We can lose opportunities, even destiny. When God gives you a destiny, if you wait too long, you may never make it to that destiny. You may never get to see all the amazing things that he has for you. Meet the amazing people, the divine connections that you have waiting for you. You may never get to that point. And that means that you're just stuck. You're still in that one place. And God just says, you know what? Door closed. I cannot wait for you anymore. Time is moving. I've got things. I've got plans going on here and there. I've got this to do. I'm going to put somebody in your place. And then you lose your destiny. And that's painful. That's not something any of us want to do. Um, you're probably wondering, what does this have to do with inner beauty? Cecily. And, um, it has to do with, a lot to do with inner beauty because people want to hang around people who make sound decisions, who are going somewhere, who are doing things in the world, who want stuff to happen for them, want to meet new people, want to go to new places, want to try new things. And they're moving, you know, 
that makes you beautiful because you attract that. You have a light in you and you attract people to you who want to um, experience the same things. And it also gives you confidence. It gives you self-esteem and you feel great about yourself that you found something new. So that's what it has to, how it has to do with um, inner beauty. Um, now, you know that um, if you do sit around again, you know, we're talking about danger and you don't do anything, you're in danger. Homeless people, let's think about homeless people. Have you ever walked by a homeless person or in a park and you've seen homeless people laying in the grass? Um, if you go to Long Beach downtown, um, there's the Billie Jean King Library over there. They have a little park area there. I don't really see homeless people laying on the grass, you know? And, <clears throat> excuse me, if they're there at night, can you imagine if there's some shady evil person walking by, they might get hurt. They might get beat up, raped, attacked. It happens because they're just laying there. They're not doing anything. They're not trying to get out of their situation, you know, and of course, sometimes they have mental illness and they might not be well, but for the most part, if you're just sitting in one spot and there's danger around you, you think the danger is going to ignore you and go running after the person who's running or are they going to go to the person who's just sitting there? The person who's just sitting there, right? Because they're there. It's easy access to harm you. You're in more danger than anybody else if you just sit there and not do anything. So that means your decisions are very, very vital. Um, we need to make decisions. We need to learn. We learn this at birth. When babies are born, they decide when they want to eat. They decide when they want to be held. They decide if they want to be played with, if they want to be put down, when they want to be, go to sleep. If they get upset that they have a poopy or pee, you know, pee pee diaper, they make that decision that they're upset. You know, mommy, daddy, change me. I'm crying. Take this diaper off of me. They're making the decision if the mom and dad is distracted. You know, so you make decisions at the time of birth. You know what you want to do. Um, now, imagine your besties have created a college and career portfolio. Now, we do this at um, Angelic Rainbow Enterprises as a whole for any program that we have. But, you know, if you're a part of Rainbow Universe Pageants and these services, you can have that, especially with the image consulting. You can get a college and career portfolio um, created for you. I'll teach you how to do that. And so just imagine your besties have this and they've created this. They're excited about their plans. They've saved money. They have jobs. They have cars or rides to where they need to go. They know what their major is going to be. They know what their career is going to be or the job that they really want. They are making decisions. This is one of the best parts of leaving high school or even being in high school and you're planning to leave high school, go to college or start a business or whatever you want to do. This is the time when you are so autonomous from your parents and your teachers, counselors, and whatever adult has been guiding you, you're free. You know, you have the opportunity. You're 18. You're an adult. You can go make decisions for yourself. You can go pick your apartment if you have money to get an apartment. Choose the job you want to go to. You don't have to go down the street and work at Starbucks. You can go work at Target. You can even walk in an office and say, hey, I just graduated from high school. I want to be a real estate agent. I would love to work, learn the ropes. Are you hiring? You know, if you're that confident, you can do that too. You get to make the decisions for yourself. This is your life. It's your brain and you want to be able to make, create your path and do whatever, whatever it is that you want to do. So if your peers are doing that or your besties are doing that and you're just like sitting around twiddling your thumbs and, you know, you're, you're watching, um, um, you know, TV shows or, you know, your Netflix is on and you're just watching all kinds of stuff. You're not doing anything. 
nobody's going to want to hang out with you. Because <laughs> that's boring, you know? I can see it in the summer. You're just chilling. Nothing going on. You don't have a job. Big deal. No big deal. Um, but if you really want to keep those people in your life, if you really want to um, go somewhere in life and do something with yourself, which like everybody is doing, it's just the natural order of things. If you want to do that, then you have to decide. You have to make decisions. You have to make a plan. Um, very important. Or your friends are just going to pass you by. And you're not going to talk to them again. You'll never see them again because they're on the move and you're just sitting there. They don't want to hang out with you just sitting there. They want to keep moving. Um, so that's important. People get stuck because of fear. So this is one of the reasons why we don't make decisions. We get afraid. We're scared. We, you know, what's going to happen behind that open door? Who's going to be there? Is this going to work out? Is that going to work out? What if this happens? What do I do if that happens? You know, and you talk yourself out of it, or you might call some peeps and say, "Hey, you know what? Guess what? This is this is an opportunity for me. I got I get to do this. I'm gonna go here. What do you think? Think I should do it? Think I should call this person? You think I should hang out with this person? Should I go out with that person? Should I take that job? And then you've got all these people, all these other brains making decisions for you. And by the time you're 35, you're like, "Where's my life? <laughs> I don't want to be here." Tommy told me to do this, and Anna told me to do that, and my grandpa said I should do this. Everybody else is making the decisions, so they're running your life, and that means you're not going to be a happy person. Um, and really, if you're afraid of the unknown, think about it this way. There's nothing that, that goes on in the world or in our life that's really known except for what happens when it happens. So we take a risk. Walking out the door in the morning, we take a risk. Somebody could be doing a drive-by and shoot you and you get shot down and you never walk again or you're dead. You know, you we take a risk getting out of bed. Um, what can happen? You might fall and not be able to get up. You take a risk going to sleep. You might not wake up the next morning. So it doesn't matter what you do, every single thing that you do, every moment, of every day, every second, you are taking a risk doing it. Even making a decision or not making a decision is what I meant to say. Not making a decision is a decision. <laughs> you know, you've decided not to decide. So you're taking a risk. That means you can miss something. You can miss out on something. If somebody sends you an email and says, you need to respond to me by 4 p.m. tomorrow and make let me know what you want to do, if you want to show up or not. If you wait till 4.30, you just missed that opportunity, didn't you? They probably will not respond to you or they might say, hey, I gave it to somebody else because you were supposed to respond to me before 4 p.m. So you've missed out on that opportunity because you were afraid to make a decision. You know, your mind's going crazy. Like what can happen? Who cares what can happen? That's the beauty of life. If everything was safe, we wouldn't need law enforcement, right? Um, People need to um, find their own little safety net, but you also need to have some risk-taking abilities and feel comfortable taking those risks and going to places and doing things maybe out of the ordinary or scary so that you can challenge yourself. We're here to challenge ourselves. You know, when Jesus was on the planet, Jesus didn't, you know, say, I'm not going to be the son of God and I'm going to go to the beach every day. <laughs> you know, Jesus said, this is my role. This is what I'm here for. I am the Messiah. I have to come to the planet. I have to go through this. I have to deal with Satan. I have to deal with demons. I have to deal with people who are not going to believe that I'm the Messiah. 
people who are not going to want to listen to me. And then I have to deal with a crowd of people who are going to love me and want to follow me everywhere and be with me all the time. I got to deal with healing people. I got to deal with raising the sick. I got to deal with my family members. My brothers and sisters might be jealous of me. I got to deal with my mom trying to find out where I am all the time. My dad, you know, Jesus made a decision. He said, I am the Messiah. This is who I am. This is who I'm supposed to be. I got to take risks. I got to decide to go outside and meet up with these people and risk, you know, these tax collectors getting in my face or doing stuff that I don't think they should be doing. I got to take a risk. There's a story, there's a uh, short story in the Bible about Jesus where um, he saw the tax collectors have their table set up. You know, they're talking to people about paying their taxes. They're greedy. And Jesus is like, you know what? I'm not about the greed. This is not how we're supposed to live. And he turned the table over. He threw their stuff out. He was pissed, you know. He took a risk. Somebody could have beat him up, hit him, kicked him, arrested him for doing that. But he took a risk because his heart said, we are not here to be greedy. We are not here to take people's money. These people are poor. You know, leave them alone. Let them do what they need to do. Get their groceries and do what they need, whatever it is that they need to, to get don't take their money from them. And he was mad. So he took a risk. And that's kind of what life is about. We got to take risks. You see a, a person hurt on the ground. Do you walk past them and ignore them? You see somebody fall. Do you just walk away and let them fall and be hurt? You see an old person trying to cross the street and they got their pain and the light's green for this traffic to come towards them. People are blowing at them. Are you going to help the person? Or are you going to stand there and stare at them? You know, they can get hit. Somebody can get pissed off and just hit them, right? They could fall. They can get nervous and just stand there and stare and be in shock. You never know. There's always an opportunity to help somebody or to take a risk. And that is a decision. Um, also, unresolved trauma can cause stickiness or extra fears. So if you're one of those people that has have been through a very traumatic experience, you've been through abuse, you know, child abuse or um, any type of abuse, sexual abuse, sexual abuse, um, physical abuse, been neglected, um, been talked down to, any type of abuse or anything traumatic that has happened to you, major car accident or illness. Um, sometimes that, if it hasn't been unresolved, if you haven't talked to a counselor or a therapist or done some life coaching or been to a priest or a pastor or, you know, started a relationship with God, you are going to have extra fears because you feel nervous about this and that and this you know i went through this i don't know how to deal with it so i'm going to do some drugs or i'm going to be promiscuous or i'm going to smoke weed i'm just going to drink that's how i'm going to deal with it and you're not really dealing with that at all um there is safety in your decision that's where the safety comes from so if you're one of those people who sits back and says i need to feel safe i'm so scared this is not going to work out what if this happens and what if that happens the safety is not in you not doing it. The safety is in you doing it, making the decision and saying, hey, this is what I decided to do. And then you make a plan. And I'll talk about that in a little minute, uh, in a minute about what you do after you make that decision. But when you make a plan after you've made a decision, then you find your safety. The worst that can happen is if it doesn't work out, which is what everybody hates. What if this doesn't work out? What if I go out with this person? I don't want to see them again. What if I marry this man or woman and the marriage sucks? You know, what if I have a, a sexual encounter with somebody and it's distinct? It's this horrible sexual encounter. What if I take this drug and I end up ODing and dying or I get really something bad happens to me, brain damage? What if I smoke and I hate it? 
What if I drink and it's gross or I drink too much? You know, what if I practice some type of spirituality and I summon up some demons or something? How do I get rid of them? You know, what if I go on a trip or a vacation and it doesn't work out right, an outing? What if I hang out with friends or anything, basically, and it doesn't work out? That is the bottom line of everything, working out. And that's where the fear comes from, unknown, not knowing if it's going to work out, not knowing if this is going to happen or if that's going to happen, if I'm going to be able to go here or do that. And it's just a waste of time. It's a waste of breathing air if we're too afraid to take the risk to figure out what's going to happen behind that open door. That's where your freedom lies. Um, the moment you allow fear to keep you where you are or stuck is the moment you die. So you're not living if you're sitting in your safety zone, in your, your little safe chair, and you got your remote control and you don't move. <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> You're not living, you know, living is getting up out of that chair, putting that remote control down, turning off that porn, putting down that cocaine or getting rid of those drugs, saying no to the whorish people in your life, um, letting go of the addictions of holding your cell phone all the time and actually going outside and doing something. That's where your fear is gone. And that is the moment that you live. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes, let me read some verses here to get you pumped up <laughs> for you Christians and non-Christians, especially. Um, the Bible talks about enjoying life. It really does. Seriously, listen, the book of Ecclesi Ecclesiastes um, it talks about love and pleasure. Actually, that's what the book is about. So this is Ecclesiastes 8.15. So I committed pleasure for there's nothing good for a man or woman under the sun except to eat and to drink and to be married. And this will stand by him in his toils throughout the day of his life, which God has given him under the sun. 2.24 says there's nothing better for a man or woman than to eat and drink and tell himself that his labor is good. Um, Ecclesiastes 9, 9, enjoy life with the woman whom you love all the days of your fleeing life, which she has given to you under the sun, for this is your reward in life and in your toil in which you have labored under the sun. And then let's see, Ecclesiastes 3, 22, I have seen that nothing is better than that man and woman should be happy in his at her activities, for that is their lot, for who will bring him to see what will occur after him? Um, and then Ecclesiastes 5.20, for he will not often consider the years of his life because God keeps him occupied with the gladness of his heart. So God wants us to be happy. God wants us to move forward. God wants us to make decisions. John 10.10 10, um, says, this is, I don't know if you guys know Joyce Meyer. I love her. Um, this woman went through a lot in her life and she was abused by her dad. And he... Um, he raped her, you know, in her, her youth as a child and as a teenager, she was raped. And, um, you know, she's this major evangelist now. She's got a mega church because she listened to God. God gave her a destiny and God said, Hey, you know what? This is who I will have you be. This is who I want you to be. Joyce walk through this door. And she did. And look at her now. She talks about this abuse. She talked about forgiving her dad for what he did. She, you know, reunited with him. She brought him to her church. She took care of him until he died. You know, she loved him. She, she forgave him. Um, she put him in a special home before he died. She talks about this story all the time. And she's thriving and she's happy. And she's got this amazing ministry out there helping ch God's children because she decided to make a decision 
no matter what traumatic experience that she went through. John 10, 10 says this is her main verse that she um, focuses on. This is the premise of her ministry. It says, the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill, and the thief is Satan, and to destroy. I am come that they might have life, which is God or Jesus, and that they might have it more abundantly. So God is telling us again, live life to the fullest, have fun, enjoy yourself. And the only way you can do that and let your inner beauty come out is by making decisions. Be decisive so people want to be around you. They'll be encouraged. They'll feel safe around you that you decided to do something so they can decide to do something. And then they'll want to plan things with you and they will trust you. So here are some ways how you can be decisive. First of all, weigh your pros and your cons. So if you have a decision to make, don't just be like, okay, I'm gonna do this, let's go. You know, it's okay to be a little impulsive sometimes and have fun, you know, go on a road trip, wherever. I love that, that's fun. But when it comes to stuff that really matters, that's gonna make a difference in your life, weigh the pros and cons. So write down the good things that can happen, write down the bad things that can happen and weigh them and see, you know, man, am I really, really, am I willing to risk, you know, these these cons here and go ahead and do this, then do it. Or am I going to be like, no, that's not a good idea. I'm not going to do it. Or am I looking at the pros and these look so much better than the cons? I'm going to go ahead and do this. So you can use, make your own judgment, your own decision about that. And the best thing we can do is go to God and ask in prayer. Hey God, I'm trying to make this decision. I'm not sure if I should do this or not now or later, or if I should do it at all. What do you think? Help me out here. And you know, you might not say, you might say, I don't want God controlling my every move, but I need your guidance. That's what we have a God for. That's what we have a Bible for, a life, a book life of instructions. Um, a book of life instructions is what I meant. Um, go to God and ask God in prayer, what should I do? And then weigh your pros and cons. Come up with solutions if something goes wrong and have a backup plan. This is really important. Don't be lazy about your life. Don't be lazy about the things that you want. And if you're one of those people who things come easy to you, you're spoiled and people love you in a certain way or people want your attention or want to be around you, don't let that stop you from really getting what you truly want. Because if you do, that means you've settled for the easy way of life or the easy things coming at you. And you're not growing. You're not maturing. You're not a better person because you can have it easy at the drop of the hat. Somebody shows up or, you know, you call this person and they're there or they, everybody says yes to you. Eventually somebody's going to say no. And it's okay if somebody says no, because then you've matured if you've accepted that rejection and you move forward and you do something else. You mature. You're a better person. You're more confident about receiving rejection because that's a part of life. People are going to say no to us. Um, so if you come up with solutions, if something goes wrong and you have a backup plan, you feel better about what can go, what you can do if it doesn't work out for you. And that'll help you make decisions as well. Because you know, if this doesn't work out, I'm going to go do this instead, right? This is career doesn't work out for me. I'm going to go do that career. This job sucks. I'm going to go get that job. You know, if I don't like this ice cream, I'm going to get some other ice cream, <laughs> right? So wait, um, do a solution um, plan, whatever you want to call it, a backup plan. Um, take things with a grain of salt. So don't let people and things ruffle your feathers so bad that you lose your mind and you go into a deep, dark depression because somebody said no to you or something's not working out for you and some something bad happened. 
You don't need to let it ruffle your feathers. Take it with a grain of salt. It usually means it was not meant to be. So let it go. If things keep, obstacles keep coming in your way, in your direction and stopping you in your tracks, that's a good sign that it's not meant to be. Let it go. And it's okay. You can move forward and find something else. And it's probably going to be better. Um, be an ease soldier. <laughs> uh, be a mature, evolved person who is knowledgeable. Because if you are not, you're going to miss a lot. You're going to feel left out and you're going to do a lot of immature things, which means your decisions will be bad. So you're going to make immature, bad decisions. And of course, things aren't going to work out because you're not being, um, uh, you're not critically being decisive. You're not thinking through things in a proper way so that you can feel mature and you're more evolved and know something more than what you knew before. So if you're not deciding on anything, then once again, somebody's going to decide for you or you're deciding not to decide. And so you're settling for whatever it is that's in front of you. Um, don't ask a bunch of people to make a decision for you because they're deciding for you. They're running your life. Like parents can run our lives, you know, if we let them tell us what college to go to, tell us what car to buy, what stores to shop at, what friends to have. That's not fair because they're not us. They have their life already. So don't let your parents do that to you. Now, that doesn't mean get in their face and, you know, whoop, whoop, whoop and argue with them all the time. But have some sound discussions with them and say, hey, dad, hey, mom, you know what? This is my life. I thank you for giving me life. And I thank you for letting, letting me have the freedom to decide what I want to decide because this is my brain. This is my path. It's not your path. You had your path already. You're still on it. And I'm on mine. So let me take my path. Let me make my decisions. And if you have that conversation with your parents, hopefully they're you know, wise enough to listen to you and mature enough to say, okay, Ronnie, all right, you go make your decisions because that's what we're supposed to do. We're going to make mistakes along the way. That's a part of life. And that's how we mature. That's how we grow. That's how we learn. So, um, you know, don't let people run your life. Don't go pulling a bunch of people saying, hey, what should I do? What should I do? You make the decision. You might get a couple of people saying, hey, what do you think about this? And that's okay to ask them that. But in the end, you make the final decision. It's all about you, not them. Um, be happy and confident no matter what the outcome is because you're still living your life. You still have to get up in the morning and eat. You still have to go outside. You still have to talk to people on the phone, read emails, respond to your boss. You still have things to do. And if you're doing those things miserable, you're going to be a depressed, miserable person with a miserable life. So if you get rejected, if you didn't get to work at that job you really, really wanted, if you didn't get into that college, if that girl said no to you, if that guy did not want to talk to you anymore, you know, if you had a horrible date, if you, um, I don't know, went on vacation and it sucked and nobody likes you anymore, <laughs> still find your way. You can rebuild your life at any time, anywhere, for any reason, and still feel good about yourself, still have the confidence. You have to find some happiness in that because this is your life, nobody else's life. You're the one who's waking up in the body. You're the one who's brushing those teeth. You're the one who's feeding that mouth and belly. You're the one who's washing that skin and body. You're the one who's dressing that body. You're the one who's picking up that cell phone. That is your name that is designed for your body, connected to your body, attached to your body, and attached to your brain. It's you. This is about you. So if you make a decision that you're happy, no matter what happens to you, no matter if things work out or not, 
you will feel better about yourself and feel better about life and you'll your inner beauty will shine brightly and lastly the journey is way more important than the outcome everybody knows that phrase um that statement it's better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all if you miss out on something you've never had before, if you're one of those people that's, you know, just flies by the seat of your pants and, you know, hang out with people and you do this or that, and you've never really experienced something powerful like true love. If you want true love, if you want a soulmate and you want to know what that's like, and you've given that up because you're so afraid it's not going to work out, who cares if it works out or not? If you have the opportunity, if you run into somebody who you think is your soulmate, if you encounter somebody who's just like catches your eye and you're like, wow, I want to get to know this person. Chances are there's a possibility it may not last forever. It may not last for 10 years. It may not last for six months. But if you want to get to know the person, if you want to experience something you've never, ever experienced before, working at a certain job, taking a class you've never taken before, going out with a person that you probably never would go out with in the past or that just would never cross your path or be in your circle, take the risk and see what happens. Experience it. So you can tell your grandkids later. You can write a memoir or a book and say, hey, I experienced this. I had a, a love relationship for like six months, a year. It was fabulous. It was fantastic. I couldn't wait to see this person. I couldn't wait to hold her hand. I couldn't wait to hang out with them and talk to them on the phone. It was the most amazing real thing I've ever experienced in my life. You don't want to miss that. You don't want to miss out on that. If you have an open door and God speaks to you and says, hey, Andy, you have a destiny an amazing destiny. I'm going to do this for you. I want you to do this. I want you to go here, work for this person. You're going to do this and you're going to do that. Pick up the phone and call them, send an email and you don't do it. You miss out. If you don't know what's going to happen, don't worry about it. All you can say is, you know what, God, you know what's going to happen. You're taking me through it. You're the one who's telling me to walk through the door. So I'm going to do it. It's like Jonah in the well. Jonah was too afraid to preach in Nineveh. So he said, God, nope, I'm not doing it. No, nope. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what to say. <laughs> and God's like, listen, dude, listen, tripping. <laughs> you do know what to say. I'll speak through you. I'll give you the words. I'm right there with you, son. And Jonah's like, no, uh-uh. And so God said, all right, I got a well. <laughs> so he puts Jonah in the well for three nights, three days. And Jonah like, hates it in there. It's stinky. There's food just sitting there. I want out, God. And he says, finally, God, get me out of here. Okay. I'll preach it in any day. He made the decision. He finally made the good, the right decision. And God said, okay, here you go. There's Nineveh. Go preach. He opens his mouth and the words just flow because God had designed that for him. He gave him that destiny. So obviously it's going to work out because God knows everything. God knows what he's doing. Or how is this axis? How are still spinning on the axis? How do we get day and night? How do those gates open in the sky if God doesn't know what he's doing? How does the sun shine if God doesn't know what he's doing, right? The world would fall apart. All those crazy movies we see, they don't happen. You know why? Because God knows what he's doing. <laughs> so listen to that and ignore the, what, the outcome of something. Enjoy the journey. Have fun. Go ahead and give it a shot. Take the risk. Try it out because it is better to have tried it and have lost it than to have never tried it at all. 
that's all I have for you today. And your inner beauty will shine, shine, shine. People will want to be around you. They'll say, wow, this person is confident. This person is going places. This person is making decisions and deciding this and doing that. Going here. I want to be around this person. I'm watching you. <laughs> I want to be like you instead of the person who's sitting there in the corner scared to get up and go through the door. You don't want to be that person. So let your inner beauty shine and people will want to be around you and you will feel great about yourself. That's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. Toodles.